save big money on everything. Now at Menards. Make quick work of your outdoor cleaning project with Masterforce Outdoor and Landscaping Tools. The 80-volt cordless trimmer is powerful, efficient, and hassle-free. So you spend less time working on your yard and more time enjoying the results. On sale now through May 19th. Check out our wide selection of Masterforce tools and see the rest of our deals on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. McDonald's presents Burger Reviews by Hamburglar. Today's review, the hotter, juicier, classic burgers. Mr. Hamburglar. Bravo, bravo. He said, of all the McDonald's burgers I've ever hamburgled, these are the hottest, juiciest, and tastiest. Brobble. Hurry in and enjoy one of our 350 bundles, like a daily double and small fries for a limited time. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any of the offer comparison of prior classic burgers. There's no place to escape to. This is the last podcast. On the left. <laughs> That's when the cannibalism started. What was that? Um, fuck yeah. All right, let's just do it. All right, that's Marcus. I'm Ben, all the way from beautiful Los Angeles. Who is that famous movie star over there? A&W Root Beer presents Henry Zabrowski. <laughs> what, you have a sponsor now? <laughs> oh, you know I do. But only I you? Mean, oh, yeah. What they're doing is, is they're, they're paying me to walk around Knocking other types of drinks out of people's hands and being like, "Hey, <laughs> W, W," and then like it's doing really well for I me. Mean, I mean, is that going to get support for the brand? I think people are going to get very hardened towards the A and W if you if you knock this all the diet the Pepsi's out of their hands. I am not. I am not officially sponsored yet. Oh, okay. What I'm going for here is to sort of I'm starting a trend. Uh-huh. I'm thinking it's going to go viral called "Slap That Coke." <laughs> when you go up to someone who's drinking a Coke and you fucking grab it out of their hands and you just shove it down their fucking pants. Wow. And you go like, drink a fucking A&W root beer, you slime. Wow. Hmm. Well, that That's what like... I've been doing out here. Can people put their own twist on it? Like, they don't have to say, you slime, do they? No, no, you can call them a wetback. You can call them a greaser. <laughs> <laughs> you know? You can call them anything you want. I like to call especially if they're not Mexican. Of course. Yeah, uh, of course. I'd say specifically if they're not Mexi- Mexican, but otherwise, that's extremely racist and will result in a yeah. beating. If they're Absolutely. Mexican, call them a red coat. Yeah. Those goddamn Brits. <laughs> Get out of here. We've had enough of Get fancy out of here, tees. Your burrito brain? No, yeah. still not, still <laughs> no, not good. No, no. Still no, very, not- very bad. What is the racist about that? Everything. Uh, I'm playing things. a character. I'm playing a perspective. Can't hide I'm behind that forever, in- Henry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you're doing well out there? There's celebrities everywhere. Oh, that's great. Have you yeah, had any celebrity sightings? I saw Santana at the Goodwill. <laughs> what? Santana <laughs> at the Goodwill? Didn't see that? I put it on Instagram. I took a sly picture of Santana at the Goodwill looking for awful shirts. Wow. And Santana is not doing well. Not doing too well at all. Well, speaking Bob Thomas was outside in a car that was running. So it was fine. I think that he was just going in and out. I think he was just stopping by. This is Rob Thomas of Matchbox 20 fame? Oh, yeah, yeah. And they were he was blasting smooth. Oh, good. All the time. So he's still in it. He's still in it to win it. That song was quite amazing. That's full of filth. Yes. Uh, well, speaking of celebrity sightings, today we're going to talk about one of the most famous celebrities in American history and uh, the sightings of him. We're talking Bigfoot, people. Yeah. Ed's father. Ed's father lived <laughs> yep. in the woods of fucking the Pacific Northwest, mm-hmm. just banging little Jewish women in order to make is, more Ed's. Is that right? 
Oh, yeah. That's not bad. This is good. This episode will be very informative for Ed then. We'll let him know what his dad's been up to. Probably not eating as much as Ed has, um, but that's okay. It's just so nice that they could get the big tubs of Nair it takes to get Ed to look like a normal fucking human being. I know it. On television every week. I know Mm. it. And for those of you who have no idea who Ed is, he's on the Roundtable Gentleman and the Burn with Jeff Ross. He's the Sasquatch on the Burn. He's he's the big, big one. Yeah. He's out there. He's the one that you were just like, oh my god, is that a pig standing up and talking? <laughs> no, 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 no. That's Ed Larson. Like that bizarre Geico commercial. I is that pig squealing? I didn't know pigs could grow beards. Good for yeah. him. Yeah, yeah. No, he's look a at very that pig putting on pig. pants. Look <laughs> at that pig putting on a sweater that's a little too small. Well, speaking of sweaters and overall hairiness, the Sasquatch and the or the Bigfoot, or the Yeti, they certainly got quite a mane on them. Um, Marcus, let's just start off. Do we want to start off with the first footage that was ever filmed of the Sasquatch? Absolutely. That would be the Patterson-Gimlin film. Okay. Uh, and Sasquatch Which, has been... by the way, nine out of ten times, that's a snuff film. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, that was all their previous movies, and then a bunch right. of just, like, pictures of The Sasquatch of just showed up. And yeah, this... him just videotaping his own butt to see if he had pimples on it. <laughs> Uh, and this is the video that I'm sure every single one of you have seen. Uh, it's a very short picture that was filmed on October 20th, 1967. It's the one that has Bigfoot just casually strolling along. Uh, they say f- that, that it was a female Bigfoot that they originally yeah. had caught squatting and taking a shit next to the river. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, no girl wants to be caught doing that, even a Bigfoot mm-hmm. girl. Yeah. And, of course, the, the Bigfoot also has gigantic hairy tits. Holy Lord. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love them. Love them. <laughs> Get in there. <laughs> and as you can see, the, if you, I mean, you say the, the Bigfoot's taking a shit, looks very annoyed as it's walking away. And you wouldn't mm-hmm. think that an animal that is just, just generally an animal would look annoyed. So you think there's something special to the Bigfoot brain? Something special that might make them ashamed of a public poo-poo? Yeah, just a little bit more human than the simians. We're gonna say you say ashamed, but it really just comes down to it's inconvenience. And I'm just really surprised it didn't this is the thing, this is the only thing I would say it's like that it that uh that makes me believe it's a hoax is that wouldn't it attack them? <laughs> right. You know, like if you film me taking a shit, if you right. bust into my house and film me while I'm taking a shit, I'm coming at you. But I mean, <laughs> you, you, know? you got poo poo in the butt. You didn't have time to wipe. It's got that squeaky feeling. You just want to get back home where you can finally hop in that shower. Yeah, and Patterson and Gimlin were also both armed. Yeah, well, I uh, yes, and and two horses as well, which are terrifying mm-hmm. beasts. Yeah, yeah, but it was just with like nunchucks. These guys are kind of they are a couple of clowns, but they oh, yes. may. They may have made the, 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 the only piece of footage about Bigfoot that actually exists. Because, I mean, people fight it all over the place, though. Mm-hmm. At so the let's, same time. let's pretend this film is real. Where was it shot? It was shot in, uh, let's see here, shot in uh, California. Okay. Yeah, right outside super of northern Orleans, California. California. And yeah. what year Six was Rivers this? National Park. Six Rivers. And what year was this shot in? Uh, 1967. Okay. So I guess yeah, that- so the weed was sweet and music was jamming. Oh, Jimi yeah. Hendrix was just on the scene. Was that- this is just me setting the scene. Well, it's the streets of San Francisco were filled with hippies looking for answers, making questions. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. It could have just been the lead singer of the Grateful Dead on a terrible bender. What was that fellow's name? <laughs> that would have been Jerry Garcia. Jerry Garcia. I'm sorry. <laughs> Who's I, I, only, I only know him by his ice cream name, Cherry Garcia. Cherry Garcia, which I think is more important. In the end. <laughs> think about it. That's made me happy. I have spent more time with Cherry Garcia than Jerry Garcia. Oh, I'll say very that. sad. <laughs> I'm literally sitting in a bucket of Cherry Garcia right now. <laughs> Man, this is an eaten town. 
Uh, well, here's an interesting, uh, some interesting background for both Patterson and Gimlin. Patterson died of cancer in 1972, and Gimlin didn't talk about the subject until the year 2000, when he finally began giving interviews and making appearances at Bigfoot conferences. Now, here is my question for you. This is cash right now. Exactly. Uh, yeah. How excited was the guy who finally got Gimlin? For the Bigfoot oh, conference. Yeah. Excited, then immediately like, oh, yeah, that's why he hasn't spoken in 30 years. He knows <laughs> exactly. nothing. Because he's taking all the free ketchup packets out of the Burger King going like, well, you never know when you need some free ketchup. Like saying like <laughs> stuff like that. He's sleeping on the couch. I wish yeah, the ketchup like ketchup packets. while your girlfriend's in the bathroom. Exactly. Um, I wish ketchup packets would have those funny sayings like the Taco Bell packets. <laughs> I don't even like, like hot sauce. I just take all of them and laugh. <laughs> I um, what I love it here too is that I was reading this like one little bit here, and they were saying that when they finally captured the the when they captured the beast, uh-huh. he said they you characterize the creature's expression as one of contempt and disgust. Mm-hmm. You know how it feels when the umpire tells you one more word and you're out of the game. That's the way it felt. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't sound uh... can't get enough of those little league analogies. <laughs> Let's uh, let's go for some of the criticisms of this uh, film. We can go through some criticisms of it, uh, and well, can we get to people... the positives first? What uh, do, are there? So the any... positive is is that it looks like a monkey. The well, positive yeah. is that it, that it's a bit whatever it was. It was very big. Are there any it... scientists that think that this is a legitimate possibility? Absolutely. And these yes. are real scientists. Not- yes, these are real scientists. Okay, so they do uh, have some support. There's this guy Grover Krantz uh, that he points out mostly well, let's, the. Let's first, say that his first name is Grover, and that's <laughs> sure. a problem. Mm-hmm. Any scientist, if you're if your name is Rupert or Grover mm-hmm. or like Hedgehog, the only thing a Grover could ever invent accidentally is the chia pet. <laughs> well. <laughs> Uh, one thing that a lot of anthropologists have tried to do to actually authenticate this is that they can look at how the person walks and they can compare how a human walks to Bigfoot or how Bigfoot walks compared to a chimpanzee. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the only problem with that is the film is uh, done at 24 frames per second. The frame rate isn't high enough okay. to actually distinguish that with any kind of scientific credibility. However, what- how convenient. Interesting. <laughs> However, what Grover points out uh, is he mostly points out to the dimensions of the creature, how gigantic it is. He points out that the tremendous width of the creature's shoulders, he estimated at 28.2 inches after deducting one inch for hair or (laughs) 35.1% of its full standing height. Which you also have to do with Ed Larson in order to see if he can fit in a cubby hole. Uh, he had a full standing height of 78 inches uh, or 72 inches of its walking height, which is a bit stooped, crouch, and sunk into the stand. The sh- creature's shoulders are almost 50% wider than the human mean. Oh. For comparison, Andre the Giant had a cu- human ratio of 24%. Holy shit. So whoever this was was fucking massive. Giga- however, I will address that later, the gigantic creatures. Uh only very rarely do humans have a shoulder breadth of 30%. Krantz argued that a suited person could not mimic this breadth and still have the naturalistic hand and arm motions present in the film. Oh, he also right. says that the figure's stride, center of gravity, and biomechanics aren't consistent with a human's uh, biomechanics, center of gravity, and stride, just that this thing moves very strangely okay and, and, they, and this and this does not account for the fact that he may be a skilled mime or character actor mm-hmm 
This is California, <laughs> after all. Think about it. Uh, Think about it. And uh, so Krantz also showed the film to a man named Gordon Valiant, who is a researcher for Nike Shoes, who says he made some rather useful observations. A researcher for Nike. Put them on your feet. <laughs> I think time it's up. the laces that keep them on. Isn't that weird? Some people don't use the laces. That's weird. Mm-hmm. It ain't spaghetti. <laughs> but I eat it. So, after all these years, you did have some anthropologists, some mainstream anthropo- mainstream scientific community anthropologists, mm-hmm. which uh, all of the uh, all of the Bigfoot supporters call the M uh, mainstream scientists, the M. M M S S. Okay. Mainstream scientist M S S. Took me a little cool. bit to get no, there. It's a lot to get to. Yeah. <laughs> it's That's all- fine. That's fine. There's a lot. That's one. The one thing I'm discovering about all these, all of this stuff, is there are a lot of acronyms. They love a it. lot of acronyms. They They're love them. Very hard to get your brain around. So some anthropologists did come out. One even wrote a book in support of it. However, in 2002. Philip Morris of Morris Costumes claims that he made a gorilla costume that was used in the Patterson film. Oh. He says that he discussed his role in the hoax privately in the 80s, but first admitted admitted it publicly in 2002. He claims he was reluctant to expose the hoax earlier for fear of harming his business, i.e. giving away his performer's secrets, which would widely be disregarded as disreputable, much like a magician going on the Fox network and showing how all the tricks are done. Interesting. Oh, that's that's an insult. He did an insult to that magician guy. He did. Yeah, that is that is un, that is unfair. Yeah. There is definitely a fight in Philip Morris's past with his father that he definitely seemed to have lost when his father said, "Get into the tobacco business. It's going to be huge." And he's like, "Fuck you, Dad. I'm making costumes." <laughs> well, Morris said there is he- another. Oh, keep going. Well, Morris said he sold an ape suit to Patterson via mail order in 1967, <laughs> thinking it was going to be used in what Patterson described as a prank. Well, uh, when you get that from the mailman, make sure to scream, my bride! <laughs> my bride! <laughs> Ordinarily, oh, the, the perfect costume for my monkey drama! <laughs> This is strange. I did not know this. This uh, Ordinarily, the gorilla suits he sold were used for a popular sideshow routine that depicted an attractive woman changing into a gorilla. Whoa. Ooh, yeah. That is a sticky theater. Ed's mother. Um, <laughs> and after the initial sale, Morris said that Patterson telephoned him to ask how to make the shoulders more active and the arms longer. And he said, here's why I said this is, yeah. this is why uh, the creature's walk is so strange. Morris said, the Bigfoot researchers say that no human can walk that way in the film. Oh, yes, they can. When you're wearing long clown's feet, you can place the ball of your foot down first. You can't, oh, wait, sorry. You can't place the ball of your foot down first. You have to uh, put your foot down flat. Any scientific explanation that begins with when you're wearing clown feet, <laughs> like, makes me just shut down. Yeah. Another Keep thing, going. when you put on the gorilla head, you can only turn your head maybe a quarter of the way. And to look behind you, you've got to turn your head and your shoulders and your hips. Plus, the shoulder pads in the suit are in the way of the jaw. That's why Bigfoot turns and looks the way he does in the film. He has to twist his entire body. He says that also uh, Patterson called him. That's asking, also how monkeys are built. That's yeah. how gorillas are built, where they can't, tw- they can't turn their head individually. Very they true. have to move their body. So, H- However... One more person came out, none other than Bob Hieronymus, the man in the gorilla costume. Really? His last name's Hieronymus? Yeah. It's kind of like, you're like, what's the, the guy who's just like, shut up, mom, I'm painting hell, the Hieronymus <laughs> yeah, Bosch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 Hieronymus Bosch. 
Um, so now- uh, so this is, there was another video that came out now recently. It was like the same exact thing. They said that it predates this video because this was a, what, 1962, you said? 1967. Um, there was another one that uh, that recently said that came forward, which was a skunk ape video that yes. came out in 1952. It's like this like older, older one. Mm-hmm. And it's it's just it is the farthest off shot of a dude just jumping from one rock to another rock. And then there was a there's a show called I think it's called uh, Sasquatch Hunters uh-huh. oh, yeah. on TV right now where they have this big fat Indian dude who's just sitting there and he's they're just like. We're trying to test to see if it is physically possible for someone to jump from one rock to another. And then he goes up there, this 350-pound dude, he just jumps from one rock to the other. And they're like, <laughs> we've reached the conclusion that if Geronimo here can jump from one rock to the other, then it is quite possible for any human to do this. <laughs> it's the silliest thing. <laughs> well, uh... <laughs> Bob, not only uh, was Hieronymus in the the ape man in the video, but Bob Gimlin also borrowed uh, Hieronymus's horse, Chico. Okay, yeah, and uh, he says <laughs> all that these the- people do not deserve any attention. You know what I mean? It's just like <laughs> they, they accidentally got into the national spotlight because it's just a bunch of just like because I know that they went up there to film a movie. Yeah. They went up there to film a movie about um, about like, Bigfoot. Like yeah, cowboys and like all this stuff, like yeah. up in the up in the mountains. No, they were going there to specifically record a movie about Bigfoot. Would, was the uh, oh, person Jesus. dressed as Bigfoot to try to lure out other Bigfoots? Was there? Did they? Do these folks believe in Bigfoot at all, or were they just attempting to uh, to make a? Uh a well, fake little film. It said that they were making a, a fake film because the man who died of cancer was out of money and he was just trying to do he was just trying to figure out any way to make a little bit of money on Brilliant. something. Like yeah. so he figures I'm going to spend the rest of the money I have on a $350 ape suit and then somehow make more money off of the ape suit. Video. You gotta flip it, man. That's right. You put money in and you flip it. You gotta make an ape suit to make money. Everybody knows it. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. And, uh, and he says his... the reason why the shoulders were so large because he had football shoulder pads on. Uh, and actually the suit was $450 and it was made of Dynel, a synthetic material. Well, that football Which probably shoulder... gave him cancer. It's probably like asbestos, like everything that was made. In <laughs> oh, mo- I, they loved asbestos back in the day. Oh, yeah. But because how... it worked. It did work. <laughs> Worked out to thin out the population anyway, including my grandfather. Um, this is kind of funny. You mentioned the uh, football shoulder pads. That would be amazing if that's what football players had to dress like, skunk apes. I mean, that would be that's an exciting game I can get behind. I would fucking watch it forever. Oh, absolutely. That's for goddamn sure. You have mo- yeah, like people dressed up as like, you, you know, clowns on one side, Bigfoot on the other side. That's oh what they need God. to be. Like That's you, football needs. Like Ravens need to dress like Ravens. 49ers like need giant to dress birds. <laughs> exactly. Get into the get into the theme of your team, please. How are the Browns gonna dress? Uh, we can't talk about it. <laughs> oh, we're not gonna nor can we talk about how the Redskins are gonna dress. Or, that's gonna be up to the league to decide. You could argue you might want to change both those names. I don't know though. So what are some other evidence? We have this sort we have the debunked. Uh, Gimlet film or Gimlin there's film? A, there's yeah, a movie Gimlin. Gimlin film. Yeah, because I keep I keep doing that same thing. Like we're saying, like Gimli, 
And my Bigfoot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm thinking Gimlet or Gimli, which are two very one thing's fun to drink and one thing's fun to watch and laugh it's at. A bad, it's a bad last name. It None of these people name. have good last names. So this one from the 1950s, this one, uh, this was the fella jumping over the rocks. This also, was just a person jumping over rocks. Also it completely was very debunked. Silly. Yes, are very the, much so. Are, I mean, it was just by by this by the show Sasquatch Hunters, which is still just like these guys were interns on Monster Wars that was mm-hmm. on Animal Planet, and then we got their own show, basically. So, Henry, you've been watching a lot of these shows, and you were mentioning uh, one of the fellows who was a huge uh, skunk ape hunter. What's that guy all about? Love this guy. His name is Dave Shealy. Now, Dave Shealy. He spends most of his time in the Big Cypress Swamp searching for the skunk ape, <laughs> but he's not maintaining the Trail Lakes compound. Now, the Trail Lakes compound is what he says is his skunk ape-like preserve that he's okay. made in the Florida Everglades. He lives down there. How many skunk apes uh, are in this preserve? So here, so this is this is his story. He's born September 28, 1963. He spent his entire life living in the Everglades. His family history in the Everglades can be traced back to 1891. As far back as Dave can remember, rumors circulated around town of a creature covered with hair, standing upright like a man, smelling like a skunk. At age of ten, every dude leaving the bar. <laughs> this is his. This is his. His website. I'll put it. We're going to put it up on the Facebook page. It is fucking glorious. This guy. It's all just glamour shots of him sitting on his stool and this amazing bio he wrote. To date, Dave has had a total of three confirmed skunk ape sightings and a collected valuable information in regards to skunk ape habitat and density. He estimates that between seven and nine skunk apes exist in the Florida Everglades. Well, the only thing I know is there ain't eight of them. There ain't eight. (laughs) There's somewhere between seven and nine, but I'll be goddamned if it's eight. (laughs) Dave's research takes him to some of the most remote areas in South Florida. Oh, wow. Hmm. Include Glufford's Tavern. What's it called? Gluffers Tavern. Oh, Gluffers Tavern. Do you say Gluffers? Yes. <laughs> no, that's not real. That's not real. It's just where he comes from. Yeah. Okay. Um, oh, he made a documentary for Florida International University. So basically, he has seen, I mean, think about the kind of PTSD this guy's got to fucking deal with. Yeah. He's seen a skunk ape. Three times. Three times. And, and that is smelly. When I like hear about the skunk, it's, it's like, so the as we, we didn't really begin to talk with a big Bigfoot general thing, but basically every single like tribe, every single like group of people all over the world have a story about monkey people, right? Which is essentially again is probably just you know the big dude in town. You know what I mean? Like when Ben uh-huh. Kissel, if Ben Kissel, someone your size, mm-hmm. showed up in Mexico, like, sure. like someone fucked someone and they accidentally had a seven foot child. Mm-hmm. You know what yeah. I mean? Like grew it to seven feet. That was their skunk ape. Right. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. You would be considered a skunk ape. If I put you in a fur coat mm-hmm. and put you out on a mountain in Oregon, sure. we'd be getting skunk we'd be getting fucking Bigfoot sightings. Boom, boom. Left and right. Boom. Left and right. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Especially with my wide gait and bizarre walking habits. <laughs> absolutely. And your love of pretzels. Yeah, yeah. That's how you catch skunk apes. Oh, that's the thing. Maybe I could just convince them. Well, that's, Henry, you have to be the town crier. I'll let you take a couple of sweet pictures of me. And then when they're like, what does he want? Oh, wouldn't you believe it? He loves Coors Light mm-hmm. and he loves pretzels. <laughs> we better get him a whole bunch. Otherwise, he's going to get angry. And he desperately needs a flat screen TV with a Netflix connection. And do you got an go extra up- woman? <laughs> This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding work-life balance can be tough. 
But Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. With the new guided design system, Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website optimized for every device. Get your website discovered fast with integrated, optimized SEO tools. Plus, make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. And that helps you save time. I know I'm sitting on about two literal wheelbarrows filled with horse pics. Now, part of the issue has been is a lot of these pictures are getting stopped at customs because some of them do depict various world leaders in horse-like circumstances that seems to be pinging a lot of these custom agents accounts. Now, so what I've done to do is like, so while I'm trying to work on hand smuggling these horse picks over various country borders, I then also have time because Squarespace is doing all the other ad work for me to go and work on my killdozer at home. So thank you, Squarespace, for allowing me to diversify in the best way possible for this country. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial when you're ready to launch. Go to squarespace.com slash left to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. So... The skunk ape, and specifically, I'm sure you may, you, you guys may know about it, but this is the Florida monkey. This is the Florida mm. Bigfoot monkey. And the thing about this skunk ape is that he smells very bad. He's similar to rotten eggs, methane. He smells like farts. Uh-huh. It says that he hides in because because of the fact that he hides in alligator dens. I'm sorry, I'm filled with burps. Oh God! Yeah. And flax is just fucking just fermenting in my intestines. Shut up! I mean, it's really something gross. <laughs> they hide in alligator dens filled with swamp gas and rotting animal cadavers. Uh-huh. Others speculate that they smell because they never bathe. Mm, mm. Think about that. Yeah. Well, yeah, because you catch it... a skunk ape in your shower, what kind of fright is that going to give you when you're on your way to work? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's what the movie Psycho should have ended with. He pulls back the curtain, tries to stab the woman, but it's a skunk ape. It says here it's it's diet. Um, they eat meat and plants. It's okay. mostly birds, and uh, they, they they hang around rookeries. What's a rookery? A rookery is where one will keep um, a large amount of birds, oh. mostly ravens. Oh, okay. think about that. Yeah. And that's where all the new kids on the force lived. <laughs> so you had uh, so it, so uh, Florida has the skunk ape, and where does the Sasquatch the Sasquatch reside? That is up in the that is uh, Northern California and Oregon. There's like there are whole places devoted to skunk apes. It's like in uh, Bigfoot up there. It's where it's like there's a whole industry. So th- everyone's obsessed with it. It's kind of like what's happened in Roswell yeah. with so aliens. And in fact, uh, in Skamania County, Washington, it is illegal to kill a Sasquatch. That is on the books. And uh, is Thank there any other, any other place where it's illegal to kill a Sasquatch? Well, I'll tell you where it's legal to kill a Sasquatch. Texas. Wow, very good. Yes, you can actually, like, uh, uh, organ-based Bigfoot buff, John Lloyd Scharf. <laughs> <laughs> Again, with these fucking names. I mean, they have no choice but to get into the Bigfoot game. Yes, he contacted... Uh, I'll uh, a sharp and I'll die a sharp. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
He contacted the Texas Parks and Wildlife officials to see if he might have a fighting chance of hunting a Sasquatch without getting busted. Turns out the way the law is written suggests it's okay to turn Bigfoot into the biggest trophy that ever hung above the fireplace. And, in fact, there is a movie coming out next, or actually here in a couple months, called Shooting Bigfoot. Uh, It's about a man named Rick Dyer, who, by the way, Rick Dyer is a well-known Bigfoot hoaxer. Oh, okay. He's oh, a, which I which I love because they every single one of these guys has like a history of being a hoaxer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In 2010, he was caught. Uh, he did an interview with a, a local news station in which he said that he would charge people five hundred dollars per trip to go on Bigfoot hunting hunting expeditions. And he's okay. like, I know such thing as Bigfoot. And then he's like, like, there ain't ain't no such thing as Bigfoot. Of course not. Yeah, it's exactly Uh, like what Cobra did. Yeah. However, in 2011, something changed, Uh which I will imagine it will be revealed in the movie. And on September 6, 2012, while on a Bigfoot hunting expedition outside of San Antonio, Texas, at 2.30 a.m., Rick Dyer shot and killed a Bigfoot in the back of the head while the Bigfoot was eating from ribs on a bait tree. Ah. Oh, oh you know what? Bigfoot I was, was reading right Texas. here about Bigfoot bait. Yeah. Like what you, what, what, really good Bigfoot bait is they use deer lever, which is like one thing, which they rub it on a tree and then they fucking come hump the tree and then they shoot it in the back of the head, I guess, like Rick Dyer did. But they said that the number one Bigfoot bait is dry beans. <laughs> <laughs> really? That, Dry beans. That sounds pretty good. What kind of beans? Like pinto? Red? Uh, it says here black-eyed peas, pinto, and kidney beans all work. However, large lima beans are the recommended bait and should be considered your first choice. Because the big thing is that vultures won't come and eat it. Mm. Ah, very interesting. So when this guy, I thought shooting Bigfoot, I thought they were referring to uh, via like a camera. Well, but This is all about a gun. And- well, they did. Uh, he does actually have three minutes of footage of him running out of the tent with a gun. And it is also quite possible that the film will include footage of the aftermath of the shooting. So we're going to see a dead Bigfoot. I mean, this film, I mean, it's going to be in the Tribeca Film Festival. So who knows? It's legit. It's legit, you know. And right afterwards, they're going to show the footage from Osama bin Laden's death. Oh, right after. interesting. Yeah. Right after it. Well, so yeah, you better stick th- around after the, after the fucking Sasquatch. credits. Here's the funny thing. It's the same movie. No! (laughs) Weird. No! Very bizarre. Oh, my God. There's another movie out coming out called Crypto Trip, where same thing, a guy named Christopher Maloney basically blew up this whole, like, he is really deep in the Bigfoot scene. A lot of hot chicks in that scene, I assume. No, no, absolutely not. None. Okay. Never, never was. So what's this movie all about that he's making? Oh, it just is just him collecting a bunch of bits and pieces of people seeing various like uh, cryptids, what they call, uh-huh. and like he says that his own experience with giant birds and uh, fl- and pterodactyls. People yeah. see pterodactyls and stuff like that. Yeah, but giant birds, uh, most notably the thunderbird, the Native American uh, bird of lore. Oh, and that's fun. what they're now considering to be what is the uh, th- what what that would be is essentially gigantic prehistoric birds. Yeah. Um, but cool. basically, he just kind of he was talking with a guy named Todd Neese, who's who's in this film, who was a he has now turned his whole life. He was a, a former uh, army sergeant um, and was stationed in Oregon, and okay. he saw three gigantic primates up in the woods, and basically quit the army and started the American Primate Foundation, I and love became. This guy. 
Yeah. Like a ludicrous person. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's another very- one of these guys. He's another David Sheely. who's was like his whole life is now Bigfoot. He's changed. That's what people say about these guys. And that was basically what Crypto Trip is about, is how people's lives are changed by like meeting these creatures. Are there any videos or photos of Bigfoot that exist right now that have been like confirmed to be like possibly real? Well, the one, uh, the most recent Bigfoot video that's come out was in May of last year. Uh, some kids in Idaho uh, bit filmed a, uh, a Bigfoot kind of walking through the woods. Yeah. And it's still, you know, a little blurry. And I did a little bit of digging. All right. And I came across a uh, website called CryptozoologyMythologyAdventures.wordpress.com. Oh, so yeah. easy to remember. <laughs> <laughs> and it's talking about this uh, latest footage, and uh, this person's watching it, and they're also going through some of the comments, and the comment that caught their eye was, Bigfoot's cloaking device must have been malfunctioning. <laughs> and the person says, yeah, I know it sounds stupid at first, but think about it. This article slash recent sightings aren't like the Patterson footage where they were using a grainy 35mm camera. It is 2012, and we have much more advanced cameras. So why can't we get a good picture of this thing? Is it possible that this animal may have a natural ability to, to distort a camera or think electronic equipment? Or is it more likely that hundreds of thousands of people just can't work their cameras? <laughs> mm, those are two very good questions. So well, now goes the, along the same thing with uh, with Bigfoot being an alien. It, that's exactly where I was going with this. It could be that either he has a natural aversion towards electronics, mm-hmm. or that Bigfoot has alien technology, including cloaking devices. I mean, which is I, there are people who are now saying that what they what they've seen is UFOs being manned by ape creatures, and they've seen like you know like UFOs coming down and ape creatures coming out of it, and like basically one of it said that they saw a grayish ape like creature with a large downward angled snout, no neck, and a sizable waist moving outside of a uh, UFO that was la- landed on the ground. Oh, I thought you were going to say a coffee shop at 3 a.m. in in uh, Santa Barbara. <laughs> um, but now this completely goes against what we think of aliens hairless bald thin uh kind of wiry looking creatures uh it seems to be and maybe i'm just stereotyping here i would think the sasquatch isn't good with small technologies mm. you know is it- i i absolutely not i i think but but we're also we're we're limiting our idea of aliens there are yeah. many 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 types of aliens mm-hmm. so there could be a monkey people I suppose that so. There could be. Well, the earliest clues date back to 1888 when a cattleman described an encounter with friendly Indians in California. Okay. Mm-hmm. They led him to a cave where he saw a hefty humanoid creature covered in long, shiny black hair with no neck sitting cross-legged. One Indian told him three of these crazy bears had been cast out of One a of small moon. One of these Larsons. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that dropped from the sky and landed. The moon was ascended back into the air, so it's highly likely the crazy bears were really Bigfoots and the moon a spacecraft. That is very likely. Always I mean, trust a Native American. Well, yeah, always <laughs> trust a Native American while they're tripping balls. <laughs> That's when you can listen to them and believe what they say. Mm-hmm. And this was also before the hipster beard craze. So a lot of right. people look at these guys and they, they think automatically, oh my God, a monkey person. So maybe like, we, no, should no, just, no, no. we should just do a shooting Sasquatch right here in Williamsburg. We'll use a camera, of course, because we can't go to prison. And I think no. we could find a dozen of them easy on a Tuesday. Oh, yeah. I mean, just look for the ones wearing the cardigans. 
Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Sasquatch is dressed very cool, very but nice. There's, there's also a lot of also believe, the, you know, that Bigfoot is an interdimensional being, and that's the reason why he can't be captured. Again, an alien, if you want to talk about alien theory, it's the same exact thing, that he pops in and out of reality. Um, he is a also, ghost. Bigfoot is a ghost. Yeah. It just seems like... It sounds like he would be insane. great uh, to work for the CIA. Yeah. Something like that. How do you know he doesn't? I don't know. <laughs> Intriguing. Flip your dumb shit. <laughs> so what do you think it is, Henry, if you had to choose alien or just land creature or missing link? A lot of people think it's possible that he is the missing link between man and, and a gorilla. Well, th- when, they, when they go into basically t- talking about how he could naturally not be found, there's a lot of stories that people talk about, like, you know, elephant graveyards or bear graveyards where it's like these creatures hide their dead and they bury them so it's like maybe that's why we don't ever find any sort of evidence of them including like you know they bury their shit you know all the stuff and so they because they're aware of humans and don't want to be found by humans uh-huh. but so they hide everything about themselves and you know maybe they're super nocturnal they're up in yeah. these like hard to reach mountain areas and all this stuff maybe they just I, really hate american economic policies and they just want to go into absolutely. the woods yeah, they're off the grid. Yeah, carve some words into a wall. Yeah, they. Uh, yeah, exactly. They're they're giving out. Yeah, but then they should be in Prague smoking cigarettes in a cafe. That's true. <laughs> I mean, if a, if a Sasquatch smokes a cigarette, it could just go up at any second. That's a very dangerous tradition or a, a, a addiction for them to have. Absolutely, you can't. Yeah, it can't be around an open flame all the live long day. Yeah. I I think that I I think that that maybe there's something to creatures being up and up in the in the mountains yeah but well, it's creatures it's not aliens do you, i don't think it's aliens what do you think about like what is it uh the uh what's the other one the yeti the yeti yeah so all of these cultures seem to have a sasquatch like mythology it seems very interesting unless they got together in some bizarre sasquatch um meeting pre everybody so, but but it's the same thing with aliens it's the same, it's the same exact sort of stories that have been passed through every single generation like that are that seem like they wouldn't be connected you know and a lot of people talk about you know and and they're a lot of these native people have um high amounts of respect for these creatures Mm -hmm. in terms of like they they seem to be you know they call them wise men of the mountains they call them was another term for them um uh they're just very important to their worldview like all the time um i forget there's like there's a bunch of great names for them the uh Sasquats, 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 the lemons. They're they're called the, the loom. The lumens. Yep, yep. The, uh, the Hummus they're Brothers. The, they're called the Semequas. Mm-hmm. The local version of popular that Ooh. is the Lumi people. That's down. That's down in uh, the, the South Pacific. Okay. Um, and then they called them Wild Men mm-hmm. and Hairy Man and stuff like that. Evil uh, so There's seeker. something to it. Evil Seeker. Evil Seeker is mm-hmm. very cool. And so there's also a lot of you know theories about them being. Highly enlightened, you know. That's what they're yeah. saying about the Yetis and what the Yetis are. So, what you are wanna... some of the things that the Yetis were enlightening man with? Well, it's not that it, what it, what it was is they were living truly in peace with the earth, and that what yeah. they're it, you know, they, I think we talked about this once before on 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 the cast, of course, about the idea that there's like a belief that if, if if the earth is one gigantic living organism, and that you know, like humans, like they say in yoga and shit like that you have a thing called a kundalini line which is like your power line that runs from your nuts to the top of your head which Ah. is you and that's where your chakras and you're supposed to rely on your chakras and so that the earth itself has a kundalini line like it has a a chakra line sounds like something you would limbo after (laughs) hello 
<laughs> what are you, a comedian? Hey, schmuck. <laughs> that, that apparently, but according to these Kundalini lines, that's where they say it's like it runs through the Himalayas, which okay. is why Buddhism is so, why Buddhism came about and where Bigfoot like lives. And then he's up there living in peace, communing with, with, uh, big like you know communing with what would be the god energy so who would you say is the most enlightened the yeti the sasquatch or the bigfoot oh the yeti the yeti no doubt huh yeah because he hangs out in tibet with all the monks and then the most primitive one the skunk ape from florida the skunk ape from florida Florida one yeah yeah and then your sasquatch slash bigfoot that's just more of your middle class yeah because he's probably eating bath salts Sure. And fucking sucking on a taco from Taco Bell, you know, like sitting in his car, like letting the car just run in yeah. the parking lot, you know, just like anybody in Florida. Not good. Bad for the environment. Or, you know, and then, or, you know, the Bigfoot could be a plot of our government to make us afraid of our mountains. Yes, that's a very good <laughs> mm-hmm. point. I like it. Yeah. It's MK it- Ultra. Yeah. I don't. That's what's going on here. MK Ultra? How do you bring I wouldn't MK- be surprised You can't just bring had- MK Ultra into everything, Henry. If you just, I would say, take a, take a look at that Aurora footage, all right, oh and God. tell me that you don't see a fucking Henry? Bigfoot in there. There is no <laughs> Bigfoot in the Aurora footage. No, there's just a redheaded jackass. Fine. <laughs> I'm just saying. Ooh, and no also, stone unturned. Uh, uh, Bigfoots are also <laughs> called devil monkeys. Ah, very, very fun. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> all right. Well, I feel like, do have we wrapped up our Bigfoot coverage? There's just a, there, I mean, there's, there's a, a lot, lot more of... around, but it's just more of the same thing where you yeah. just have another person say, "I saw an ape in the in the in the grass." Right. There was that cell phone video that we'll probably put up on the Facebook yeah, put that page. Up. And uh, if anybody out there has seen a Bigfoot or seen a Sasquatch, send in your footage, even if it's just a buddy in a tub. You know, whatever. If you it might are be. a Bigfoot, take a picture and of yourself. You are in the mirror. using a computer right now. Fucking take a picture of yourself in photo booth. Yep. And send it to us but because the big thing is that. But send it to us privately at cavecomedyradio at gmail.com. Don't post naked Sasquatch pictures on the Facebook page because we will get shut down. Please do not. Please do not. The other thing is that Spike is offering a $10 million. Spike TV is offering a million dollar, like $10 million bounty for anybody with proof of a Bigfoot body. Oh, $10 million? Really? Don't yes, tell people that, Henry. Dollars. We're going to do that's it. What, that's why these guys are all coming out of the fucking woodwork now. You've got two different Bigfoot movies coming out. Oh, that's Because they're all so trying funny. to get the money. Get that sweet money. I love it. Yeah. Um, well, I want you to get that sweet money out there in uh, L.A. as well, Henry. Well, I miss both of your faces, and I even miss the way that you smell. Oh, oh really? We miss you, I too. Do. On a scale I of one to skunk ape, what do I smell like? Oh, you smell. You're you're like a you're like a, a recently laid off businessman. Oh, that's not too bad. Yeah, it's like a four. Ooh, you know, what about what about me? Zero to Yeti. I'd say you smell like a saddle in a cigarette store. <laughs> God damn it! That's the be- that's the best compliment anyone's ever given me. I love Sex that. Style. I love that smell. <laughs> I know I that know, smell. I know I do. I could read. I can read you. Yeah, you can. I know what you need to hear. Uh huh. Well, that's very very nice. And uh, you smell like the inside of a carne asada steak, Thank which I you. think is just wonderful taste. I'm fine with that. And you should because they actually smell very good. You yeah. actually, you actually smell so good. It's difficult to mock your odor because you just smell like baby powder. You just That's smell like I a freshly myself. soiled diaper. That's my goal. Yeah, it's so good. Oh yeah, we gotta, we gotta, I, I go for I go for uh, comb liquid, the blue comb liquid. That's nice. If we, oh, if we do the tonic. Get, 
Not bad. If we do yeah. ever run into a Sasquatch or a Yeti or a Bigfoot or a Skunk Ape, we just got to teach them your techniques to overall cleanliness, and uh, they're going to be out there looking for gainful employment before you know it. I we just got to put them in a bathtub like that scene from Pretty Woman. Oh, it's going to be great. Yeah. They'll be our little pretty woman. Yeah. Oh, that's wonderful. But you can't do everything you want to do with him, Henry. Keep your hands <laughs> off the skunk ape. Let me see him. Let me see your skunk ape tits. Don't stop shaving the skunk ape tits. <laughs> Henry's just constantly shaving the tits out. Just want to see him. Yeah. I mean, I kind of want to see him, too. Yeah, I do, too. <laughs> um, well, all right. I guess we will leave you guys with that. Magustalations. 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 Indeed. Hail me. How Gein. Hail yourself, everybody. We will talk to you Find soon. Find a Bigfoot. Get that cash. Get that sweet money. Absolutely. Send it in. And if you have Bigfoot stories, send them to us. We want to hear oh, all about it. Oh, they're also called Skookums. Yeah, that's my favorite. Skookums. Skookums. That sounds adorable. <laughs> sounds like an ice cream flavor. It is. It's just hair and body odor. All right. Get out of that Cherry Garcia you're sitting in. I'll see you guys. Bye-bye. Bye.